Our psalm this morning is Psalm 96. It's on page 459. Repent ye, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Prepare ye the way of the Lord. Make straight in the desert a highway for our God. O Lord, open thou our lips. And our mouths shall show forth thy praise. O God, make speed to save us. O Lord, make haste to help us. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. Our King and Savior draweth nigh. O come, let us adore him. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hands are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God. And we are the people of his pasture, and the sheep of his hand. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 96 on page 459. O sing unto the Lord a new song. Sing unto the Lord all the whole earth. Sing unto the Lord and praise his name. Be telling of his salvation from day to day. Declare his honor unto the heathen and his wonders unto all people. For the Lord is great and cannot worthily be praised. He is more to be feared than all gods. As for all the gods of the heathen, they are but idols, but it is the Lord that made the heavens. Glory and worship are before him. Power and honor are in his sanctuary. Ascribe unto the Lord, O ye kindreds of the peoples. Ascribe unto the Lord worship and power. Ascribe unto the Lord the honor due unto his name. Bring presence and come into his courts. O worship the Lord in the beauty of holiness. Let the whole earth stand in awe of him. Tell it out among the heathen that the Lord is king, and that it is he who hath made the round world so vast that it cannot be moved, and how that he shall judge the peoples righteously. Let the heavens rejoice, and let the earth be glad. Let the sea make a noise in all that therein is. Let the field be joyful, and all that is in it. Then shall all the trees of the wood rejoice before the Lord. For he cometh, for he cometh to judge the earth, and with righteousness to judge the world, and the peoples with his truth. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here beginneth the 32nd chapter of the book of the prophet Isaiah. 
Behold, a king will reign in righteousness, and princes will rule with justice. A man will be as a hiding place from the wind, and as a cover from the tempest, as rivers of water in a dry place, as the shadow of a great rock in a weary land. The eyes of those who see will not be dim, and the ears of those who hear will listen. Also the heart of the rash will understand knowledge, and the tongue of the stammerers will be ready to speak plainly. The foolish person will no longer be called generous, nor the miser said to be bountiful. For the foolish person will speak foolishness, and his heart will work iniquity, to practice ungodliness, to utter error against the Lord, to keep the hungry unsatisfied, and he will cause the drink of the thirsty to fail. Also the schemes of the schemer are evil. He devises wicked plans to destroy the poor with lying words, even when the needy speaks justice. But a generous man devises generous things, and by generosity he shall stand. Rise up, you women who are at ease. Hear my voice, you complacent daughters. Give ear to my speech. In a year and some days you will be troubled, you complacent women, for the vintage will fail, the gathering will not come. Tremble, you women who are at ease. Be troubled, you complacent ones. Strip yourselves, make yourself bare, and gird sackcloth on your waist. People shall mourn upon their breasts for the pleasant fields, for the fruitful vine. On the land of my people will come up thorns and briars, yes, on all the happy homes in the joyous city, because the palaces will be forsaken, the bustling city will be deserted, the forts and towers will become lairs forever, a joy of wild donkeys, a pasture of flocks, until the Spirit is poured upon us from on high, and the wilderness becomes a fruitful field, and the fruitful field is counted as a forest. Then justice will dwell in the wilderness, and righteousness remain in the fruitful field. The works of righteousness will be peace, and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. My people will dwell in a peaceful habitation, in secure dwellings, and in quiet resting places. Though hail comes down on the forest, and the city is brought low in humiliation. Blessed are you who sow beside all waters, who send out freely the feet of the ox and the donkey. Here endeth the first lesson. Seek the Lord while he may be found. Call upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way, and the unrighteous man his thoughts. And let him return unto the Lord, and he will have mercy upon him. And to our God, for he will abundantly pardon. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, saith the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. For as the rain and the snow come down from heaven, and return not thither, but water the earth, making it bring forth and sprout, that it may give seed to the sower and bread to the eater, so shall my word be that goes forth from my mouth. It shall not return to me empty, but it shall accomplish that which I purpose, and prosper in the thing for which I sent it. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen.
Here beginneth the sixth chapter of the Gospel of St. Mark. Then he went out from there, and came to his own country, and his disciples followed him. And when the Sabbath had come, he began to teach in the synagogue. And many hearing him were astonished, saying, Where did this man get these things? And what wisdom is this which is given to him, that such mighty works are performed by his hands? Is this not the carpenter, the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon? And are not his sisters here with us? So they were offended at him. But Jesus said to them, A prophet is not without honor, except in his own country, among his own relatives, and in his own house. Now he could do no mighty work there, except that he laid his hands on a few sick people and healed them. And he marveled because of their unbelief. Then he went about the villages in a circuit, teaching. Here endeth the second lesson. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers, and to remember his holy covenant, to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him, all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high hath visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven, and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us, and grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us, and take not thy Holy Spirit from us. O Lord Jesus Christ, 
who at thy first coming did send thy messenger to prepare the way before thee, grant that the ministers and stewards of thy ministries may likewise so prepare and make ready thy way, by turning the hearts of the disobedient to the wisdom of the just, that at thy second coming to judge the world we may be found acceptable people in thy sight, who livest and reignest with the Father and the Holy Spirit ever, one God, world without end. Amen. Almighty God, give us grace that we may cast away the works of darkness, and put upon us the armor of life, now in the time of this mutual life in which thy Son Jesus Christ came to visit us in great humility, that in the last day, when he shall come again in his glorious majesty to judge both the quick and the dead, we may rise to the life immortal, through him who liveth and reigneth with thee in the Holy Ghost, now and ever. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, and knowledge whom standeth our eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries, through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who has safely brought us to the beginning of this day, Defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings, being ordered by thy governance, may be righteous in thy sight, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. <clears throat> morning to all. Our Isaiah lesson today continues some of the themes that we've had in, in previous readings. The key elements are the king who's reigning in righteousness and then towards the end of the, the passage um, that the restoration of, of things promised will, will take place when the spirit is poured out from on high. Uh, we had the, you know, the, the, the prophecy of a righteous king back in Isaiah 11. And so we have the prophecy that the king will come and when he comes, ears will be opened. We, we, we had a passage a day or two ago when the criticism of the prophets of people's uh, ears are stopped up. They don't want to hear the word of God, so they won't be able to hear it. And now in the righteous king reigns, people will again hear God's word and life will be ordered this way. Um, the comment on, on the women who are at ease seems to be a notorious thing of sort of, you know, uh, women living in extravagance and luxury. And the image here is when the catastrophe comes on Jerusalem, uh, they'll they'll that finally be taken away and they'll be taking care more of the of the wounded and 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 those who've been afflicted and they'll be brought out of that complacency but the real issue here is is sort of this promise of the spirit and the king reigning in righteousness it's interesting that in the old testament the people who got the spirit the prophets the priests and the kings when they reigned in the spirit righteously then life in Israel was ordered in justice and righteousness. And so we've had the criticism of just these very people. The kings are not being righteous. The prophets are not preaching God's word. The priests are unrighteous. And so there is disorder. And um, one of the, the things that the themes of, of the prophet is that the peace that, that people want, the peace and prosperity and well-being, cannot be achieved apart from righteousness, that is, injustice, life being ordered according to God's Torah. 
you know, we have that issue even in our time where people, so many things are, are um, evaluated in economic terms. And we think that life is good when, you know, the gross national product is increasing and incomes are going up quite apart from whether there is justice in life and whether people are, 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 are living life under the dominion of God according to his word. And the, and the fact is you cannot have lasting prosperity apart from the justice and righteousness that comes from God. And so when the king in Isaiah comes to, to reign in righteousness, this will be the beginning of the ordering of things that the, the society be reordered and then the spirit will be poured out and this kind of gets us to the, the the image of Pentecost when people submit to the word of God again through repentance, the spirit is poured out upon them and things are renewed because they're now open to God's spirit. And that's that's why the essential message of Advent is repent that the kingdom of heaven is at hand in order to receive the, the renewing spirit that will bring us back again under God's word and order life and justice and righteousness that will lead to prosperity. We have to turn away from the sin that, that, that caused the problem. And this incidentally harkens back to Genesis, which is the problem of the first sin. The disobedience led to a separation, really a severing of the spiritual bond of union with God that the first humans enjoyed. And so it is repentance, the acknowledging of the sin the putting of faith in Jesus that leads then to the restoration of the gift of the Spirit on Pentecost and to each of us in baptism. And by our ongoing repentance and growth in the way, understanding the way as we turn away from God, the Spirit then is, in the words of confirmation prayer, we daily increase in the Holy Spirit. As this kind of ties into our New Testament lesson where Jesus goes to the his hometown synagogue in Nazareth, and, you know, here I am, and in Luke's version um, uh, of this, he says at the end, today the gospel is fulfilled in your hearing. Uh, and, and the gospel passage he writes is that the spirit of the Lord is upon me. And so um, tying Isaiah the spirit, and yet he's rejected. And, and this is kind of the human um, dilemma that the world wants to be perfectible on its own term without having to um, accept the king that God has sent to reign in righteousness. So um, he can't do very many mighty works here because they don't put any faith in him. <clears throat> so for us in Advent, as we think about repentance, about turning away from our, our lives and our rebellion against God and bring ourselves back under his reign and kingship, and that leads to the renewal of, of, of the spirit. Um, it, uh, and it, it, that's actually our Christmas collect will say that we who've made thy, who've been made thy children by adoption and grace may daily be renewed by thy Holy Spirit. The repentance, turning away from our, you know, the, the ways that we rebel against God and devote ourselves to other things, putting our faith in this righteous king who appeared in the Nazareth synagogue opens our lives up then to that renewal of the spirit. And that's the way we receive Christ again at Christmas. And we're preparing that for that in, in these last couple weeks of Advent, to receive Christ in a new way, to grow in repentance, to grow in faith, and therefore to grow in a new measure of the spirit and life. A few thoughts about today's lesson. Accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind, 
Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings temporal and spiritual upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better minds. Be merciful to all who are in any ways afflicted or distressed in mind, body, or estate. Comfort and relieve them according to their several necessities. Have mercy upon the faithful departed and grant them an entrance into the land of light and joy in the fellowship of thy saints. For his sake who went about doing good, thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Together the general thanksgiving. Almighty God, Father of all mercies, we, thine unworthy servants, do give thee most humble and hearty thanks for all thy goodness and loving kindness to us and to all men. We bless thee for our creation, preservation, and all the blessings of this life, but above all for thine inestimable love and the redemption of the world by our Lord Jesus Christ, for the means of grace and for the hope of glory. And we beseech thee, give us that due sense of all thy mercies, that our hearts may be unfeignedly thankful, and that we show forth thy praise not only with our lips but in our lives, by giving up ourselves to thy service and by walking before thee in holiness and righteousness all our days, through Jesus Christ our Lord, to whom with thee and the Holy Ghost be all honor and glory, world without end. Amen. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost be with us all evermore. Amen. Thanks to Chris and Joel. Have a great Thursday. We'll look forward to seeing this, you this evening. Thank you, Deacon Bob. Thank you, Bishop Scarlett. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day.